And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk, guys. I'm your host, E-Rock. I'm your host, T.P. I'm your host, Theo. Tonight, the boys. E-Rock TP. Back in town. Yeah. That's right. You guys didn't really go out of town, did you? We're always out of town. Anyway, you guys uh, did a little investigating of the Taylor Swift saga, but uh, I just wanted to give us a little update on some news that's happened recently, you know, this week and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, yeah, the big Super Bowl. What? Taylor Swift's going to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Now the public is referring to the Super Bowl as the Taylor Bowl. We will be discussing Taylor Swift in depth. But uh, first, just a primer, quick primer of some some news. We're going to try to get through it really quick, starting with WQAD News 8. Uh, This was January 30th. Trump is on the ballot. If you didn't hear certain elements, I can't remember who, uh, in Illinois. We're trying to keep Trump off of the primary ballot. And it turns out that the Illinois Election Board voted on that day, January 30th, to not remove him from the ballot. So well, he won't win Illinois anyways. Right. Well, well, I mean, as far as like a Republican primary, yeah, he would. Oh, the primary. But yeah, that's pretty interesting. So then the uh, the next thing going to bring up was that uh, this is from U.S. News, actually Reuters, via U.S. News. U.S. Muslim group condemns Pelosi for saying Gaza ceasefire protests have Russia link. January 28th, 2024, by Kanishka Singh. It never fails. These damn people, whether it's that, who's that other California turd face? Adam Schiff? Russia, Russia, Russia Schiff? Oh, yeah. California turn face doesn't know anything about <laughs> um, Yeah, well, you know, it's not Kyle. But uh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, he's running for Senate as well. We should, uh, you know, the disgraced Congressman Adam Schiff. Anyway, uh, U.S. Muslim group criticized former House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Sunday after she suggested, without offering evidence, that some protesters demanding a ceasefire in Gaza could be linked to Russia and urge the FBI to investigate. Must be nice to just be able to throw accusations and have the FBI investigate people, or at least have the idea that that's going to happen. Anyway, moving on. It turns out that the ICJ lands a stunning blow on Israel over Gaza genocide charge. This is from responsiblestatecraft.org. 
The Trita Parsi, January 26, 2024, the International Court of Justice just ruled against Israel and determined that South Africa successfully argued that Israel's conduct plausibly could constitute genocide. The court imposes several injunctions against Israel and reminds Israel that its rulings are binding according to international law. So, movement there. I found that very interesting. On a more somber note, unfortunately, I just wanted to bring up some data that Al Jazeera provided. This comes January 28th, 3 p.m., the latest figures as of then. From the Gaza Strip. Killed. 26,751, 10,000 children, 7,000 women, 65,636 injured, more than 8,000 children, more than 6,000 women. Situation is not good, and it keeps, I think that somebody said there was like 515 Israeli, or uh, Gaza civilians that were killed in 24 hours, so crazy stuff. We heard about the uh, unfortunate circumstances of the three Georgia National Guard soldiers that were killed in action. Their names, Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46, from Carrollton, Georgia, Specialist Kennedy Layden Sanders, 24, Waycross, Georgia, Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffitt, 23, Savannah, Georgia. Thoughts and prayers go out to their families. That's terrible. Hate to hear it. Unfortunately, they were killed, what was it, in some sort of an airstrike, right? from a drone or something drone. like that. Uh, Kaylee McEnany, this is on Fox, claimed on January 30th that three U.S. troops killed in Syria was the first time since the Korean War that U.S. troops have been killed by airstrike. So that's according to her. Very interesting. True. Jordan claims that they, that, that did not happen in Jordan. So the news is that that yeah, happened in Jordan, but they claim, according to Barron's, the Agence Française Presse, AFP, January 28, 2024, Jordan on Sunday condemned a drone attack that killed three U.S. troops at an outpost near the Syrian border after earlier saying the attack did not occur on its soil. The official Petra news agency said Jordan condemned the terrorist attack that targeted an outpost on the border with Syria, killing three U.S. soldiers. After U.S. President Joe Biden announced the attack, Quote, on our forces stationed in northeast Jordan near the Syria border, end quote, Jordanian government spokesman Muhannad Mubaidin initially said that the attack, quote, did not happen in Jordan, end quote. And Fox 5 New York reports 150 attacks on U.S. military installations since October 7th in Syria and Iraq. Very interesting. But the Biden administration saying that they're going to, they shall respond. Right. According to the AP. Yeah. And it was Iran backed. It was an Iran backed drone strike. Everything they're saying, like the 150 attacks, they were saying on Fox that they are all Iran backed. I mean, just how convenient that they have it all figured out. It's like, where have I heard this before? What happens when the government has it all figured out? What happens when the Pentagon has it all figured out? Better, better question. They usually don't. Remember how they had Afghanistan figured out post-2008, 2009? Mm-hmm. And how they made the, uh, after the poll out, they they were going to make the people who kill all those Marines pay. Remember that? 
It's funny that you brought that up because that's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, not to mention the 13 Marines that didn't have to die. There was a soldier and a corpsman, right, as well. They didn't have to be there, didn't have to die, but did anyway. There were warnings. Well, once again, here are all these characteristics. And then the family that they killed afterwards, turns out, wasn't ISIS affiliated. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Damn it. Well, we got the guy, but it turns out we got his whole family, and he wasn't the guy. Yeah, it turns out we just murdered another family. Well, good thing we get to call it collateral damage instead of murder. So they did mention on that Fox show, McEnany and her friends, that the Biden administration has not made an attempt to reach out to the families or uh, go to any funerals or receive the bodies or anything like that. On January 30th, 2024. Biden called the parents of Army Specialist, Kennedy Sanders, and said this. I know there's nothing anybody can say or do to ease the pain. I've been there. Yes, sir, we understand. Well, I tell you what, it means a lot to, lot to me. Uh, my son spent a year in Iraq until I lost him. Biden, once again, implied that his son Bo, who died of brain cancer in 2015, passed away in the Iraq war. Why would they care? You know know what I noticed? Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Even if the plan is horrifying. If tomorrow I tell the press that like a gangbanger will get shot, or a truckload of soldiers will be blowing up, nobody panics. Because it's all part of the plan. Well, you remember how he entertained? Those, Those soldiers signed the contract. They knew what they were getting into. Oh, yeah, what did Albright say? Well, what good are soldiers if we can't use them? And generals, like, allegedly had to remind her, ma'am, these are people. They're human beings. They have families, friends, dogs, kids that go to school, cars, and payments. Since when? Crazy. So, anyway, that was my quick little update. Looks like it took about 10 minutes or so. Around the world in 10 minutes or so with Theo. Taylor Swift. Yeah, did you guys see those photos of her? The AI? I did. I might have caught a glimpse. Her booty never looks so good. Um, I mean, I kind of thought it was sick that people would do shit like that. Well, I like how it's a big issue when it's Taylor Swift, but it's not when it's children, AI-generated images, but whatever. Well, apparently, over the weekend, X had to shut down searches for Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's a lot of power because they're was, doing that for you. It was flooded with so many fake porn images of the singer that they couldn't weed them all out. One image alone was viewed more than 45 million times before taken down. I tell you what, it's a hell of a day and age we're living in, boys. And it says around 96% of deep fakes on the web are pornographic. No shit. Mm, imagine that. This is a Bloomberg opinion article. Utterly shocked. It says, the technology is being used more scams and bank frauds. It's making Google search results worse, and it's duping voters with fake robocalls from President Joe Biden. This is according to Bloomberg? Uh, Yeah, an opinion article. Yeah. So, I like the one-way street pointing out of, you know, altering election results and opinion. (laughs) Have you any self-awareness? But Swift's attacks no. show where generative AI's toxic effects are more or most insidious. 
by creating a whole new group of both victims and abusers for the unauthorized sexual images. What do you what do you want to do? You know, Taylor Swift has mansion on the beach in Malibu money. Do me a favor. Just entertain me one night. Put your minimum search amount on Redfin or Zillow at $1 million. And then look at what you can get around Malibu. This lady pays cash for it because she flies all around the world and she makes millions upon millions of dollars touring and selling records. <laughs> we yeah. live in a day and age where you can just literally have AI generate images and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's horrible. If not, it's, uh, they're just photoshopping her face on the... A naked body yeah. of another female. I mean, hey, so. it's horrible. Or those pornos with that mock them, you know, like yeah. a spoof. Sure. Yeah. They find somebody that looks like them. They've yeah. been having those since, you know, my dad <laughs> said he had a Gilligan's Island one. So this AI has been undermining the dignity of women, churning out these images that are sexualized by default. For instance, with the situation worse for women of color. Yeah. Well, um, though I can sympathize with that, it's going to, uh, what was that? undermine our dignity is that what was said yeah something like that when uh it takes all of our jobs <laughs> it's gonna really suck when we can't earn any money because a computer program is doing it it's gonna so flying under the radar high school students over the past year have been using real photos of their classmates to create deep fake porn mm, that's messed up how glad are you guys that we didn't have smartphones when we were in high school there have been a lot more kids in trouble from all the self-incriminating shit they would have done. But more people and authorities are taking notice now that the latest victim is Swift, the Time Magazine's Person of the Year, who helped add a half a percentage point to our U.S. GDP. What? She's went to war with <laughs> streaming services like Apple and has won. And she also boosted football's female viewership. You know, what a hero. At times, I've been called thin-skinned. But you can just say that when you move the GDP a half a percent yourself, you're going to run into scrutiny or fake AI deep fake porn images of yourself. Well, and when you're constantly in the spotlight, too. Yeah, it happens. Hey, yeah, she doesn't shy away from showing a ton of skin when she goes to some bullshit in L.A., some fucking award show or something. Exactly. I Hey, there's a re reason that Amish women cover themselves up. Yep. So. And Islamic women, and you name it. Go ahead. One Twitter user has already admitted to posting some of the first images that went viral, saying, Bro, what have I done? They might pass new laws because of my Taylor Swift post. <laughs> no way. Bro. Before his account was sent to private. <laughs> Bro, what have I done, man? Oh, no. Bro. I totally just goofed up, man. Dude. Hey, dude, bro, it turns out you're like totally better at graphic art than you thought you were because when I first looked at those per pictures, bro, I thought they looked pretty real, actually. Yeah. That's the problem, yeah. How many people you think actually jerked off to these? Oh, um, Countless. A lot. And also, just think of it, just that alone, how real like we thought it looked. How many just double takes were there? Oh, my hand's up. Mm-hmm. Not to see anything nasty or group, but just like that looks real. Well, did you see the one with uh, the count? <laughs> yes, I got it briefly. You just flashed it there, turd. There's a deep <laughs> fake of her getting 
from behind uh, by the oh. count. The puppet. One thrust. With, ah, ah, with, ah. This, with this quote, I'd like to read <laughs> in this, this caption. And it says, Gen Z is so fucking stupid, some idiot could AI generate a puppet yeah. fucking me in the ass, put quotes on the picture, and they will legit believe it is me. I mean... Then these dumb fucks will demand we censor the internet because they are too stupid to get jokes <laughs> and too narcissistic to admit they are wrong. Whoever the single... Taylor Swift. Balding, ponytail, overweight, mom's basement person that made that meme and wrote that has a point. Welcome to the real world, jackass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it's horrible to put it that way, but... True, unfortunately. What we got going on here, gentlemen? But the good news is... uh the Super Bowl's not rigged. Oh, we know this? Well, remember, there was uh, some conspiracy theory that it was going to be the Ravens and the and 49ers. The 49ers. Yeah. So. Repre- Iowa representing. Who was it? Thanks, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs for beat. proving that conspiracy wrong. Oh, man. The Chiefs. Joe owns the Chiefs. Owns. 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 I don't know. Well, Taylor Swift is a psyop, right? This okay. is what Matt Novak Forbes article one ten twenty four. Well, I think this started from uh, Jesse Waters on Fox News. Okay, play the clip. Taylor Swift's the biggest star in the world. Sorry, Gutfeld. She's been blanketed across the sports media entertainment atmosphere. The New York Times just speculated she's a lesbian, and last year's tour broke Ticketmaster. A tour that's revenue tops the GDP of 50 countries. I mean, I like her music, she's all right, but I mean, have you ever wondered why or how she blew up like this? Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. What kind of asset? A PSYOP for combating online misinformation. Listen. You came in here wanting to understand how you just go out there and counter in that information operation. Well, the idea is that social influence can help uh, can help uh, encourage or uh, promote behavior change, so potentially as like a peaceful information operation. I include Taylor Swift in here because she's um, you know she's a fairly influential online person. I don't know if you've heard of her. Yeah, that's real. The Pentagon psyop unit pitched NATO on turning Taylor Swift into an asset. And it's they've done shit like this. That's not at all unbelievable. Yeah, this goes back to the Laurel Canyon stuff where like all those artists in Laurel Canyon back in the sixties and seventies were all CIA freaking plants. All their parents were freaking or not all of them, but you know, there's a lot of par- people with parents that were military intelligence. Yeah. The dude that wrote that one song, uh Sunshine Go Away Today. Don't feel much like dancing. That dude, I watched an interview with him. His dad was FBI. Oh, yeah, weird. He's like, I didn't like my dad, man, so I wanted to write a song about peace. Yeah, they used to have Charles Manson. They thought he did really great work on the guitar there, too. Yeah, don't you Wouldn't remember? Frank Zappa in the Laurel Canyon and the house, and he was hanging out with uh, Neil Young. Don't you remember your beautiful MK Ultra special that you did, your yeah. four piece? Please go back and visit it if you are a new listener and have not listened. Yes, but please uh, go back Charles and Manson's only problem that he stated allegedly to Timothy Leary when they were celled oh, next yeah. to each other in prison was, "Why would you want to give the LSD without trying to control people's minds, man? Yeah, come on, man, that's power and control. 
Well, in response to that Fox News, there's a Forbes article where it said, by watching the full presentation, Waters stripped all the nuance and context out of what the viewers were watching. Instead of presenting a very distorted and intellectually dishonest argument, the way Waters tells it, this was a NATO meeting where it was just people floating ideas how to turn Taylor Swift into a tool for propaganda against the American public. In reality, the conference where academic presented research about flow of information gave Swift as an example. There's absolutely no evidence that the U.S. government or anyone else is using Swift as a tool spreading misinformation. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So Again, I just keep thinking about that, that half a percent moving the GDP. That's crazy. It's pretty amazing. Who if I, that's true. Yeah, that was. Well, the Pentagon pushed back against it, too. Of course. A Pentagon spokesperson, Sabrina Singh, pushed back against Waters' claim, referencing one of Swiss' biggest hits by saying the statement, As for this conspiracy theory, we are going to shake it off. Shake it off shake it you guys sold that she's not? No. Not at all. I think it makes sense that she could be, would be, especially with her political opinion flashing out in public in the past and her boyfriend mr pfizer and like not here in tennessee jesus didn't teach to hate homosexuals no he didn't teach to hate homosexuals but he taught that homosexuality is a sin and it won't be tolerated just like the rest of us do other things as well that are uh, but she, yeah she's got involved in that crap i think that's a perfect time to play the next clip yeah theo this one goes out to you You heard it from Taylor Swift. You're gay. Why you gotta be homophobic about it, dude? I'm not. I don't. Well, that came from a 2006 song. Yeah, Picture she looks... to burn. It has now since been changed. I mean, this the is lyrics. a young lady. What does she say no? She's like our age, and she's been at this for almost 20 years. Yeah, it's crazy. She got in when she was a teenager. Dude. I know. Daddy moved her to Nashville, right? Hmm. E Rock. And I each heard the same story, right? That daddy was like a big financial manager and was able to move to Nashville from Pennsylvania. Something like that. Been at it since, yeah, for a while. Well, there's new articles about her being able to sway the election. Right. Yeah, I heard about that. And do you guys remember back in September, she got 35,000 people to register to vote just from an Instagram post. Why are you here? Oh, because I saw a Taylor Swift post. Or we're just a bunch of people on there like, I'm going to go out and do this because you told me to, Taylor. And so they rallied, counted that, and they was like, oh, they're 39,000. She should get like five years in federal prison for interfering with an election. Right? No kidding. Good point, Theo. Taylor's a criminal. Don't tell him. And Vivek is catching some flack for his ex post where he says, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl next month. And I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially, culturally propped up couple this fall just some wild speculation here let's see how it ages over the next eight months <laughs> why is he getting flack for that it's a conspiracy well taylor swift also she she has some weird stuff around her doesn't she yeah what's this soros stuff Isn't there some soros stuff yeah we're not supposed to say that word name we're not supposed to say that word this is the times of israel.com article i found this is from back in april of 2020 
Taylor Swift calls out Soros families, shameless greed, and beef with record company. So E-Rock had mentioned something about that machine. What were they called? Machine One Records? Big, big, big Machine Records. Yeah, Big Machine Records. Because she's so. been re- re-releasing all her albums because she lost the rights. Mm-hmm. Or, with like some big-ass outfit like Geffen or BFG or something, whatever that's called. I'm asking. Well. Don't know. No, I, I don't, don't know. know. She had, at that time, okay, she had like six albums, and the seventh one was with this big machine record, and uh, she left the label before the release of, of the album, but they went ahead and like released her music anyways, or sold it to some, they, they gave, yeah, sold the original records of her songs, known as the Masters, to the uh, manager, ta- the manager, her talent manager, or some talent manager. Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. And he's using money taken from several sources, including Alex Soros. Yeah. So she got up. She said, this is publicly. We'll play the clip, too. She said, quote, after I was denied the chance to purchase my music outright, my entire catalog was sold to Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings and a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family. 23 Capital, and that Carlisle Group. My entire catalog was sold to Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family, 23 Capital, and the Carlisle Group. So Carlisle Group uh, had massive Bush influence. Why would they want her music, Masters? Why? So, well, uh, As an investment? Maybe you remember there was one um, former president, George H.W. Bush, who was uh, you know, a CIA officer. Mm-hmm. Like a very high level operating CIA officer. Also a Yale graduate and Skull and Bones member. 13 years before becoming the President of the United States, George H.W. Bush served as the 11th Director of the Central Intelligence Agency from January 30, 1976 to January 20, 1977. And he was heavily involved in Carlisle Group. Right. And I believe George W. Bush was too. And maybe the Bin Ladens. <laughs> maybe some Bin Ladens. Maybe. Maybe. I th- it might have. It might be a tie, allegedly. Don't quote us on that. This is a clip from the 2004 film, Fahrenheit 9-11, directed by Michael Moore. We wanted to look at which companies um, actually gained from September 11th. Turned up this company, Carlyle Group. The Carlyle Group is a multinational conglomerate that invests in heavily government-regulated industries like telecommunications, healthcare, and particularly defense. Both George W. Bush and George H. W. Bush worked for the Carlyle Group, the same company that counted the Bin Laden family among its investors. Carlyle Group was holding its annual investor conference on the morning of September 11th in the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Washington, D.C. At that meeting uh, were all of the Carlisle regulars. James Baker, likely John Major, definitely George H.W. Bush, though he left the morning of September 11th. Shafiq bin Laden, who is Osama bin Laden's half-brother um, and was in town to look after his family's investments in the Carlisle group. Um, all of them together in one room watching as the, um, the planes hit the towers and then in fact the Bin Laden family was invested in one of their defense funds 
which ironically meant that um, as the United States started increasing its defense spending, um, the bin Laden family stood to gain from those investments uh, through the Carlyle Group. Our Commander-in-Chief, President George W. Bush. With all the weapons companies it owned, the Carlyle Group was, in essence, the 11th largest defense contractor in the United States. Thanks a lot. It owned United Defense makers of the Bradley Armored Fighting Vehicle. September 11th guaranteed that United Defense was going to have a very good year. Just six weeks after 9-11, Carlisle filed to take United Defense public and in December made a one-day profit of $237 million. But sadly, with so much attention focused on the Bin Laden family being important Carlisle investors, the Bin Ladens eventually had to withdraw. Bush's dad, though, stayed on as senior advisor to Carlisle's Asia board for another two years. As unseemly as it seems uh, to, uh, to, to know that George H.W. Bush was meeting with the, the Bin Laden family um, while Osama was a wanted terrorist um, well before September 11th, it's very discomforting for, for Americans to know that. George H.W. Bush is a man who has uh, obviously incredible reach into the White House. Um, he receives daily CIA briefings, which is the right of any ex-president, uh, but very few ex-presidents actually exercise that right. Uh, he does. And I think in a very real way, they are benefiting from the confusion that arises when George H.W. Bush visits Saudi Arabia on behalf of Carlisle and meets with uh, the royal family, and meets with the Bin Laden family. Um, is he representing the United States of America? Uh, or is he representing an investment firm in the United States of America? Or is he representing both? Uh, this company is about money. It's not about conspiracies to run the world or um, you know, engineer political maneuvering and things like that. It's about making money, and it's about making a lot of money. And they've done very well. I have to get you on the record on this question. Uh, in the White House view, it, there's uh, no ethical uh, conflict in uh, former President Bush and former Secretary of State Jim Baker using their contacts with world leaders to represent one of the most well-known military arms dealers, the Carlisle Group. The President has full faith that his family will conform with all proper ethics laws, all ethics laws, and will act properly in their conduct. Okay, so let's say one group of people, like the American people, pay you $400,000 a year to be President of the United States. But then another group of people invest in you, your friends, and their related businesses $1.4 billion over a number of years. Who are you going to like? Who's your daddy? Because that's how much the Saudi royals and their associates have given the Bush family, their friends, and their related businesses in the past three decades. Seems like a very nice reunion with friends. Is it rude to suggest that when the Bush family wakes up in the morning, they might be thinking about what's best for the Saudis instead of what's best for you or me? Because $1.4 billion just doesn't buy a lot of flights out of the country. It buys a lot of love. They, when, the, when that happened, Taylor Swift, they said that she was uh, deploying a Soros dog whistle. Now, 
remember as well that the son that was named Alex, he is like the he's the heir. Yeah, and he's like a super commie apparently, like super globalist commie. He looks like he hasn't been in the sun for fucking eighteen years. He looks like Daniel Ratcliffe for that. Uh, what's his name? Harry the, Potter. The uh, the Edward Cullen vampire guy, the dirty guy. Yeah, well, he looks like he touches kids in this photo. No offense. <laughs> Can I see it? Yeah. He looks like he needs to get a little vitamin D. He needs some vitamin D, or maybe he's just like had a lot of caffeine in this photo and was is really, really awake. But hasn't seen the sun in a while. But has not seen the sun in, like I said, 18 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is funny. Drawn in that article, it says... At the same time, according to a 2016 Vice story titled, Can't Shake It Off, How Taylor Swift Became a Nazi Idol. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's it just utterly crazy. Remember, Taylor yeah, Swift, a Nazi. We have absolutely, there is no love lost between this podcast, us three, and Taylor Swift. But these people are relentless with their Russia Investor or their Russia and their and, and their, their racism, their Nazi bullshit. Mm-hmm. They are just relentless, dude. It's so out of control. The singer has been adopted by notable number of white supremacists <laughs> who see her as some sort of Aryan demi goddess. Wow, demi goddess, demi. Dem- did the did the Aryans come up with that term themselves? Well, they were associating her posts with widespread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories about Soros. Something tells me that Taylor Swift didn't do that. What does this say? She called out the family, Braun, the Jewish industry giant associated with the likes of Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande and private equity firms involved in the sale. Anyway, she went on to say, quote, just another case of shameless greed in the time of coronavirus. So tasteless. But very transparent, end quote. I just That's wanted to what make she the, ended up writing it off to just shameless greed. I just wanted to make a joke about the fact that maybe it's as transparent as Alex Soros's skin in that picture. Well <laughs> Yeah. But he's pastier than freaking Taylor Swift. Man. He's about as pasty as Xena yeah. Fay. He looks like Tom Cruise at the end of interview with a vampire. Yeah. Xena no, Lefay, what's that about? Xena Lefay. Anton LaVey's daughter. Oh, don't say these names. These the Church cursed, of Satan. Cursed yeah. names. Yeah. Uh, if You can find it on the internet. If you Google Taylor Swift and Zena LaFay, there's striking similarities between the two. This is Mashable, September 10th, 2016. Here's why the theory that Taylor Swift is a Satanist clone absolutely checks out. Well, she lives in Hollywood. Or that close. Yeah, well, what went wrong with Hiddle Swift, which is, I don't know what the fuck that is. The word Hiddle Swift refers to the romantic relationship between English actor Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift, who were together briefly in 2016. Swift's uncanny resemblance to Zena Shrek, which is LaFay's daughter. Her married name. Her, her mayor name. Former high priestess of the Church of Satan has been common knowledge on the internet for a while now. Rumors of a deeper connection have reached a fever pitch recently, based in part on the airtight theory that Swift is a clone of Shrek, who is a daughter 
of the Church of Satan founder Anton Lavey. Maybe it was that Chinese company that we did that special with uh, the six four three boys. Clonade. On. Yeah, that was yeah Clonade. Maybe it was Clonade that cloned. Might have been. Could have easily been. Why not? The evidence is hard to shake off, according to this author. Uh, every article is using that. I mean, Trishia Gilbred. This is September 10th, 2016, by the way. It's been said as much as Nazi already. Shrek and Swift are both best represented by the serpent emoji and have blonde hair. What? I guess Taylor Swift's really big into snakes. Hmm. How do you mean that? I saw some photo of her with a snake outfit. Yeah, it did look kind of like uh, oh, like an actual snake skin outfit. No. You know who oh, else likes snakes? Anton LaVey, the founder of the Church of Satan. Oh, that's weird. And his daughter. Really? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And they're saying that Swift's surrogate father is a Merrill Lynch executive who owned a Christmas tree farm. Oh, yeah, that's how he made his money. Old Saint Nick. Santa. Satan? Satan? Santa? Hey! Whoa! whoa they're the same letters. They're the same guy. It's the same freaking guy! Obviously, the two women have too much in common to ignore, but their connection cannot merely exist in the same on the surface. I like <laughs> They both like snakes and they're blonde and they look the same. Connection completed. We have three evidences, folks. And Zena left the Church of Satan in nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. And Taylor Swift was born in nineteen eighty nine. Ooh. Mm. So right before she left, that's what yeah, they cloned her. Good possibility. Uh, I must say that if this is a real Zena LeVay picture, that uh, they do look strikingly similar. Yeah, you can look. You can keep looking. There's more in this article. You can find it. I don't uh, really want to look at many pictures of her. Why not, dude? Because uh, the uh, Ukrainian ambassador lady scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, because... As soon as Shrek created a currently unknown number of clones of herself to carry on the work of Satan, she moved on to conquer new territory because she's an overachiever, kind of like Swift, who shares her entire genetic makeup. Back in 2012, Shrek spoke to Vice about her post-Church of Satan, which includes a music venture and a band called Radio Werewolf. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. Shrek traveled a lot throughout the years, grabbed your passport in my hand, and devoted herself to... Setianism, a faith devoted to the ancient Egyptian god, yeah. Set. Uh, didn't Aleister Crowley do uh, ceremonies to Set and shit like that? So she basically outgrew the Church of Satan yeah. and their teachings. Hmm. And supposedly the Church of Satan was created by, that was a CIA front too. I don't know. Allegedly. The Eagles like to hang out there too with them. Allegedly. Man, come on. I had a rough night and I hate the fucking Eagles, man. I don't know, man. What in in the up there in the canyon? That's what that whole song "Hotel California" is about. Don't you know that one? I knew that there were like about a lot Church of Satan. yeah satanic references. Oh, and you can never leave. We haven't you had can that. Check out anytime you want. Well, there's all sorts of double meanings, right? We um we haven't had that spirit here since 1969. Mm-hmm. Like you know spirit within you or spirit wine well isn't 1969 that was the that was a, when the church of satan was 
created? I don't know, but that was the year that Jim Morris and Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix died, right? At the age of 27? The Church of Satan was founded in 1966, in San Francisco. Janis Joplin died on October 4, 1970. Jimi Hendrix died on September 18, 1970. Jim Morrison died on July 3, 1971. Or did that all happen the same year? No. Well, that was like the big year. Summer of Love, Woodstock happened that year, right? Well, we're not here to decipher that song. It's a good one, though. A good song to be deciphering, but... Yeah, so anyways, if you want, you can go look at that article. It's pretty... It's kind of funny, but it does she have does these look- pictures <laughs> that look pretty... Uh, they look pretty similar. And Taylor Swift, I mean, if you're in the music industry, doesn't matter. If you're big music, that big of a star, I mean, you look at her videos and com- or concerts and stuff and everything, and she has the same Masonic, Satanic symbolisms all over the place as the rest of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's practicing witchcraft, I read. <laughs> hmm. And getting all these... There you go. Yeah, they're not... Women aren't into men anymore. But she is into men because she's got Mr. Pfizer. No, that's a psyop. Or oh, that's her side. It, it, that's she's actually the, a lesbian. There's a Gaylor Swift. Oh, There's a conspiracy theory on oh. like Reddit where she's encrypting all these hidden meanings into her songs. That so she's that secretly everybody gay. knows that I'm gay. Deep, like deep like thinker, Eminem huh? did on that uh, that James Franco movie. The interview or whatever. You know, when I say things about gay people, that people think that my lyrics are homophobic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because I'm gay. E. Jean Carroll, Corrine Jean, Jean Pierre. It's a conspiracy. Maybe E. Jean Carroll was cloned in the 90s and they made Corrine Jean Pierre. Just changed the pygmy of her skin. <laughs> yeah. Like implanted her in Haiti. Maybe. I hear Haiti's nice this time of year. As long as we're not having an earthquake. Or machetes. For those of you who don't know, E. Jean Carroll was a woman that was awarded. $83 million by uh, by a judge, or by a jury, I'm sorry, that Trump had to pay for defaming her. She was a columnist, and she is kind of, um, she's very, what's the word I'm looking for? Eccentric? Crazy? <laughs> I hear she's awful proud of the money. Well, let's play the clip where uh, she was on Maddow last night talking about how she's going to spend the money. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such such great ideas (laughs) for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> okay. Although, if, if me fishing in France... Could yeah. do something for women's rights. I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, take one for the team. I All right, let me, let me, uh, <laughs> as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. So she, that was, those were her lawyers that she was with. Where that was saying, that's a joke. That's a joke. I, I believe so. That was some of the most cringiest shit I've ever seen in my life. 
really it wasn't that cringe it was just kind of ridiculous she's like willing to i'll just buy you guys do you want france <laughs> <What>? yeah <laughs> calm down hitler <laughs> <I'm fishing>? <laughs> <laughs> i'll buy you a panzer brigade <laughs> yeah yeah i'll give you everything you ever wanted you want to go to france and go fishing i'll even buy you a black leather trench coat and a hat oh so she said some other unhinged stuff too didn't she recently on how else she's gonna spend that money no i this i think this was um where she was talking about rape yeah these are her words not ours with uh anderson cooper the cia guy you don't feel like a victim i was not thrown on the ground and ravished which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations this was not this was not sexual it just it it hurt it just what it just you know well, i think most people think of rape as a i mean it is a violent assault it is not i think most people rape. think of rape as being sexy mm. let's take a short break think of the fantasies mm. we're just going to take a quick break if you can stick around we'll talk more on the other side you're fascinating to talk to <laughs> wow she was looking at him with those R-word eyes, buddy. You're fascinating to talk. You are fascinating to talk. What do you taste like, Anderson? Haven't dirty, patriarchal, patriarchal white males like Gavin McInnes um, and these guys, I, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head, but haven't they gotten a lot of shit for ta- even mentioning that certain women have rape fantasies? And then, by the way, yes, rape has a sexual connotation. What the hell kind of a world are we living in where on CNN they freaking say that ra- yes, you immediately think of a violent, forceful, unwanted sexual assault. Right. That's what it is. Unreal. Yeah, and for her to say that, that's cringe. It wasn't sexual, but it just felt wrong to the tune of $83 million and she's going to buy France. Yeah. Well, and she didn't even know what year it was when it happened. So for those, yeah, if you don't know much about the case here, you should go down, go to this. So the jury awarded Carol $65 million in punitive damages, $11 million for the damage to her reputation, and another $7.3 million, period. No explanation for that extra seven point three. But Trump is almost certain to appeal the verdict. Despite the size of the penalty, the verdict was not unexpected. Judge Lewis Kaplan ruled even before the trial that the Trump had, in fact, defamed Carol. The jury only had to decide how much Trump owed her, not if he was liable. This is the second time Trump has been ordered to pay Carol. Last year, he was mandated by a jury to pay $5 million for a separate institute of defamation. Holy crap. How many, can you, how many times can you sue a guy for defamation? I'd let Trump uh, grab me by the... I was going to say, for that much money, should like <laughs> have his way with me. Slap some lipstick on one of us and wow. get a little capital to get this podcast really off the ground here. And then you could be an expert after that, like uh, <laughs> like Drew Misson was talking about. You don't even have to have witnesses. Yeah. You don't or have to remember, remember what year, year it is. Yeah, so. you don't have to remember the year. I do recall actually coming across the, or just glanced at it real quick. Uh, who's that guy? Patrick Bet David. Yeah. Valuetainment. He, they were saying that there's reasons that she's not going to get $83 million. I don't know what they are. There's probably some sort of a statute of limitations on how much you can get in some sort of a civil suit like that. Well, wasn't that the whole thing? Like, 
So they changed the law so she was allowed to sue. <laughs> I don't Trump. know. That yeah. doesn't well, make it, doesn't surprise me at all. Well, how it started was in 2019, Carol was an advice columnist and freelance writer, and she accused Trump of sexually assaulting her in the 90s. The accusation, which was detailed in her book, was first previewed in a New York Magazine article. After the article's publication, Trump issued two statements in response to the reporters, including one which he outright denied her claim and said she was not my type. <laughs> For those of you who don't remember. Don't remember. And, yeah, and then in 2023, Biden's Justice Department reversed course and allowed the first lawsuit on defamation to move forward after they had, after Bill Barr blocked the lawsuit. <laughs> remember that? Oh, William Barr, general attorney. Another one of those. Or attorney general. Another one of those absolutely amazing Trump picks that just worked out so freaking well for him the first time. Trust the plan. Wasn't he a big Q thing too, Barr? I probably, probably. I don't listen that far. I mean, I get the basic gist of it, but you know, it, this reminds me of two things. One, Christine Blasey Ford, the Justice Kavanaugh accuser. I was at this party. Oh, I don't yeah. remember where. I don't remember exactly when. I can't really name anybody else that was there. Something somewhere happened. Kavanaugh has no recollection, but admitted to playing, what was it, football or something? He played one of those sports at Georgetown and had it, was known to have a beer every once in a while. Yeah, it reminds us of that. The, oh, and then all, also she had PTSD from the ordeal that she couldn't remember anything about so bad that she didn't want to get her butt on an airplane from the Bay Area to Washington, D.C. How terrible. I bet you, mm. I bet since the 70s you've never been on an airplane you went to freaking college at georgetown on the east coast and you live in the bay area right come on she drove the whole way yeah she uh, drove every time she went back to the east coast or the west coast do you remember duke lacrosse although mm -hmm. this was like all the way back in 2006 or 2007 but those duke lacrosse players got accused by this stripper chick of oh, them like gang raping her yes at a party yeah, it turns out it never happened. Yeah, it turns out, A, she's a stripper. B, very promiscuous. C, they got off on it completely because it actually turned out that, what was his name, like Michael Nifong was the DA, and he was wanting, it literally came out. He got disbarred and served one night in jail because it literally was found out and uncovered that he wanted to get the black vote for his next DA election. So mm. he created some bullshit story. On these five, you can imagine what you know where Duke lacrosse players come from. They're they're doing well. Yeah, but, their parents are. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then she ended up murdering her. Uh, she's in prison. She ended up murdering her boyfriend or something. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, psycho. Must have PTS from what happened. By the that didn't happen. Yeah. Anyway, well, going back to that New Yorker article, New York. Excuse me. She was on the cover on the twenty June. 2019 e Jean carroll was new york magazine and on the cover it says this is what i was wearing 23 years ago when donald trump attacked me <laughs> in the bergdorf goodman dressing room just don't remember the year but this is what i had on she was wearing what she claimed was a donna karen jacket dress she had knows worn. the brand she was later forced to change her story after the new york magazine <sighs> 
pointed out that the dress that she was wearing had not been sold in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> Carol later claimed and the alleged attack occurred in 1995 or 1996, but she is still not clear on the date it took place. Carol said she met Trump on the street and they decided to go buy lingerie at a high-end New York City department oh, store Trump before was just the attack. walking down the street. Like, yeah. Like you brought up last week, Kevin McAllister <laughs> just walked by. Yeah, helping him in the, in the hotel the lobby. Yeah, and then he went to eat, meet E. Jean right afterwards. Excuse me, Mr. Trump, can you point me in the direction of the changing room here at this lingerie store you walked me to? Down the hall and to the left. In the New York Magazine article, it says, The jacket dress she was wearing that day has hung in her closet ever since. Oh. She wore it again for the first time for her portrait with new york that's not traumatizing she kept the dress in the closet after the alleged assault she says she never wore it again and that quote i have never had sex with anybody ever again (laughs) by choice i'm sure it wasn't sexual but it just felt wrong and i haven't had sex with anybody since this woman is off of her rocker i sued to get my reputation back okay so this is from the gateway pundit article and it says this is not the first time carol has lied about the case <laughs> it is also clear that carol lied about who was funding her lawsuit yeah eugene carol originally said no one was funding her lawsuit later her attorney admitted that billionaire never trumper reed hoffman was funding carol's lawsuit where have we heard of him before who reed hoffman the linkedin guy that yeah. was funding nikki haley's campaign my goodness that's weird huh even a bunch of kid kindergartners can connect the dots wow holy moly it was a republican that did it (laughs) (laughs) oh what are you talking about what are you talking about that's part of the plan it is so awesome how much they hate this guy it really does make for great television wild anyway that was a really good one gents interesting yeah came together very well i did want to point out the the final point with regards to taylor swift and you know some of the stuff we talked about taylor swift's political opinion doesn't mean shit it's not worth a damn thing but uh the masses that are asses (laughs) it apparently is and she is irrelevant it's important to remember that Half a percent of the GDP be damned. She is irrelevant. She should not be making decisions for anybody. I mean, come on. Think for yourself, people. Anything else, E-Rock? No, I think we covered everything. Yeah. yeah I think we just got to wait for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Find out. I heard uh, I heard. Uh, whoever wins the Super Bowl determines on whether or not it's World War Three breaks out. Oh, it's yeah. It's all based on this football game. Maybe like... Instead of whatever halftime show is happening, I think they named it, didn't they? Anyway, uh, like maybe like Mike Pompeo and Vladimir Putin are going to come out or something. You know what I mean? Maybe that'll be the sh- halftime show. Might be. Yeah. I don't know. With white hats on. Well, maybe uh, Taylor Swift is actually playing in Japan <laughs> that night, a concert. So, But apparently she can make it in time. On her private jet. Maybe there's two clones of her. Maybe. Yeah. What's the carbon footprint on that jet? I bet that thing burns a lot of fuel. I bet it's not her only one either. Hmm. 
Anyway, follow us, like us, share us, subscribe us. You can follow us. You can get on our website, iowatalkguys.com. Follow us on X, Twitter, at iowatalkguys. Follow us on Instagram, at iowatalkguys underscore podcast. YouTube and Rumble, iowatalkguys. And really, really hit that Rumble hard. Yeah, share our show a lot. Please. please. Yeah. That really helps us out a lot. The more you guys share, the more people listen. It's awesome. Word of mouth. Yeah. Mouth. No, I like the way Ludacris says it. Word of mouth. Well, let him say it that way. (laughs) Well, okay. When you stop saying (laughs) y'all. Who said y'all? You. I said that one time. You said it. One time. Spilled wasabi on my shirt one time, people. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So always remember, don't eat the yellow cake. Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. And don't let your girlfriends come to everything you do. Like, oh. Like, you know, if you're at a like your football extracurricular activity. Football games and like um Yeah, nobody wants to see. Pfizer vaccination drives and stuff. Debates with Aaron Rodgers. Do you have to show up to every one of your girlfriend's concerts? No. You do though. Because you're a loving man. He was a very loving man. I will talk, guys. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. Very nice. Appreciate it.